0: Got nine minutes to maximize your travel and casino experience? Welcome to ZorkCast, powered by Travel Zork, helping you travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures. From airline miles and hotel points to living in the lap of luxury in a Las Vegas casino, you'll find all the knowledge you need to travel in style, brought to you in nine minutes or less. Now, please welcome the host of ZorkCast, Michael
1: Mason Traeger. Hello, this is Michael, and welcome back to ZorkCast. Today, our guest is Spencer Howard. He is a writer for God Save the Points, and he also has a really intriguing newsletter called Straight to the Points, which we will discuss a little bit. He creates a lot of very, very useful resources for miles and points and also credit cards and miles and points. And uh, I think there's a, a lot of stuff that for both beginners and experts that they can get out of his content. So Spencer, welcome. Thanks, Michael. Appreciate you having me. I do follow quite a bit of what you write as quickly as I can. And maybe we'll just start off with straight to the points because I absolutely love your email concept, your your concept where you're emailing people about the, these alerts on award availability. So, tell us a little bit about that, or the inspiration behind that.
0: Yeah, I can. Uh, I guess it was actually I was researching an article, and I was just kind of playing around with uh, Virgin Atlantic and looking at kind of like what what you could book on Delta. And I started comparing availability to what Delta was showing and the rates Delta was showing. And I think it was originally to may have been to Australia on the LAX Sydney route on Delta. And I just saw all of a sudden it was like, wow, there's just like nine seats that you can book with Virgin Atlantic miles on just a ton of dates. And I was like, well, I should like share this. And I think I actually put it on what at the time was my like personal blog. But then I just decided that, well, people seem like they're interested in this stuff. But it's, you know, it's, it's tough to book award seats. I may as well make it a little bit more, give it to a smaller group of people who really care. So I created an email list and started sending out newsletters with opportunities to book generally. Like I try to find four business class or first class seats or two first class seats or something on international routes. Yeah. And I just run through. All the dates that are available, best ways to book, things to watch out for, a little bit on what the experience will be like, and then just kind of a quick rundown of how to book whatever I send
1: out. So yeah, it's grown pretty quickly in the last 6 months and it's been a lot of fun. So it's it's sort of you know what I, I love the idea about the four the four seats because it's it's basically going against what a lot of people will often say like I don't have time for miles and points or there's no real award availability or I can't really find availability for a family and while we all admit that that It is nowhere near as easy as it was years ago. I mean, the possibilities are definitely still there. You just need to put a little bit of time into it and be resourceful. And it seems like you're at least inspiring people to do that, which is fantastic. Yeah. I mean, that's the hope. Like, I can't
0: necessarily like find every individual's personal, you know, or put together their personal travel plan. But I try to provide a, enough dates that it gives a lot of people the opportunity to do so. I know in December, I sent out an alert about Qantas first-class space. I think it was, I can't remember which ride it was. It was either like LAX to Melbourne or DFW to Sydney. But I mean, it was like two first-class seats, which just kind of doesn't happen. And I know of 10 people who book that just because like they're the kinds of travelers like me who are like, oh, great opportunity, let's go for it. But then there's also the others where it's just like four seats on like, you know, Swiss or Austrian business class between the U.S. and Europe. And it's a chance for people to take their families. So I think that's, you know, that's exciting. It's but I understand why people don't want to spend all the time searching. So, you know, I try to do it for them.
1: (laughs) No, no, that's great. When you think of things today, I mean, I'm always thinking a little bit about the future. Like, you know, this is a little bit, especially the way that you approach things and the way that I've always approached things over the years, it's a little bit of a game. And of course, games tend to modify and change over time. Are you optimistic about the future or what where do you see things going? You know, not like oh everything's going to be devalued more, but do you still think do you still think there'll be a decent number of opportunities or like what's your gut feeling about the next couple of years with regard to award redemptions and miles and points?
0: Yeah, I think it's easy to be cynical and don't get me wrong, like I have any number of issues with airlines just making unannounced changes and, you know, Delta Delta's my pet peeve because my dad's like, he flew 2.8 million miles on Delta. So I grew up around them. So it just hurts when they don't tell you what's going on. But at the same time, like I actually think we'll, we'll continue to see interesting opportunities. I think as with everything, kind of the game evolves and as you said, modifies going and there will be devaluations, but it's, I guess I'm not as end of the world as some people seem to be. And I think, Especially for like the American like credit card market. Like there's I mean, look at all the different credit cards we have now with like bonus categories and I mean, I have some like small business clients who I've helped set up with kind of their their kind of credit card portfolio. And I mean they do really well and they like, you know, they work really hard. They have to spend money on their cards, but because of bonus categories, they're able to kind of earn a good chunk. And, you know, when they finally do take a little bit of a break, they can go do something fun. So I think there's still I still think we're seeing kind of a, at least some innovation in the bonus category side of things. So I think that will help at least offset the, the devaluations a little bit.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think the bonus categories are absolutely stunning because it's such a, it's such a great ongoing benefit. Like, of course, when you sign up for a credit card and you get 50, 75,000, 100,000, you know, points in a currency or in airline miles, that's really great. That's more of a one-time deal. And I think the bonus categories are really smart. I mean, they're also really smart from, as far as I'm concerned, from retaining the credit card customers because it's something that's, that's ongoing. But you're right. I mean, with, even people that don't have, you know, extreme spend, i mean you're still you're still earning a lot more miles than you've than you earned just a couple of years ago. Yeah, for sure. And i think part of it's just
0: for people who want to get into it if your kind of mindset is like i'm getting like there's like one card to end all cards, like it'll be a little tougher, but if you're willing to just kind of get two or three, like you can kind of put together, you know, a portfolio that will Help you earn lots based on like your spend, and so I think that's the key. is Just kind of being able to put it's it's a, like you said, it's a game. It's putting together the puzzle pieces to get the most out of it for you. And 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 what's what's the most for you will depend on your personal situation. Like it just depends on where your spend goes. But I mean, just taking Amex for an example, I mean, there's there's cards with bonus categories at you know gas stations and grocery stores and. Others that have like, you know, dining and then there's the Amex Blue Business Plus, which is just 2x everywhere. Like it's you can put together a nice like little kind of cache of cards that will uh, help you earn more than one point per dollar in just about everything you do.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, which is which is great. I mean, and it's 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 really these are really smart strategies for people, they just, I, I think you just have to, you sort of have to embrace this multifaceted approach. I mean, obviously there are some people who are negative about credit cards. There are some people who, you know, different people's minds work different ways, but I think you sort of have to pull that in. And I do, I do agree. If you don't. I mean, if you're not in on a credit card game, unless you're a extreme road warrior flying on expensive fares, it's going to really be hard to accumulate the miles like we used to be able to do years ago when we had low fares that accumulated extreme amounts of redeemable miles. And for the most part, those days are over.
0: Yeah, and that's, you know, like I said, that's just part of how the game changes. I mean, this is something Gib and I've talked about. Sorry, Gib from God Save the Points, um, or Gilbert to others. We, I mean, we've talked about how. other
1: names for him, but I won't go into that right now. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's, we've, I mean, we've been talking recently about like just with the fare deals that pop up. It's not, I mean, it's not like an everyday thing, but when you see these fare deals pop up and if you have like the Chase Sapphire Reserve and you can get 1.5 cents per point in the portal, I mean, you can end up booking flights like business class flights that are, that cost fewer points than if you transferred and booked with an airline. I mean, I often talk about if you're an expat in Europe, like fly, booking awards to the US and back a lot of times doesn't make sense if you have that Chase Sapphire Reserve and get the better value in the portal. Like you can do it for a lot fewer
1: miles. No, no, I absolutely agree with that.
0: Yeah. So it's just a matter of like, again, it's like you said, everything is kind of ever changing. And that's one way I think where bank points have become more valuable in their travel portals. So it's another fun option. It's just a matter of kind of knowing where to look.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, we do a lot of that with my family. You know, we'll use XUSA. Flying blue awards for very low amounts of miles from cities like Boston, which are really easy to get awards based on Delta to London, you know, with with really low YQ, you know, on a really low award, and then we'll position it's like positioning in Europe, and then we'll pu- we'll purchase the tickets from from Europe because there's so many great premium fares. And this is this actually has been a common topic that I bring up a lot is understanding when it just makes sense to buy a revenue ticket, and like you were saying, you know, or or Pay it down using the you know using the Chase Sapphire or something like that, as opposed to trying to force usage of your points because nothing upsets me more when I hear about the person who goes on to like Sky Miles and goes to Hawaii for two people for nine hundred and fifty thousand point <laughs> Sky Miles <laughs> and, and I like get like I'm sure you get sick about it too you know and you're like no how could you do that and and it's like the first class ticket to. Hawaii was probably like $1,100. And I'm like, do you realize... Even if you don't value sky miles really high, that 900,000 sky miles that you used, I'm like, I don't even know what to say sometimes when I see that. But that's the stuff that gets me absolutely insane. And of course, that's maybe a really extreme example. But even, you know, even examples where people are using, you know, hundreds of thousands of points per ticket. I mean, it's, you just can't force those situations. And I know you agree with that. And that's part of what's so great about your newsletter. You're showing people you don't have to force those situations, but you do have to wait for the opportunities.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's just like everybody's financial situation is different. So like when you decide, like the importance of using points for some people, I like, I totally get it. It's, it it allows people, some people who just would not travel otherwise to actually get out there and see the world. And I, it's one of the reasons why I kind of started writing about this stuff and enjoy helping people with it. You, You do have to kind of, it's just like almost like a little equation where you kind of run the numbers for yourself, see what your situation is. Like, do you feel like using cash on something? Is there a good award available? If not, do you just want to pay cash for economy? Like, I mean, it's just a, again, it's just kind of putting together all the factors and seeing what's right for you. I mean, for me, I booked that, you know, that cafe first class fair out of uh, Da Nang, Vietnam to JFK, like round trip was... I think I booked it. I used 58,000 ultimate rewards points via the travel portal because I have the Sapphire Reserve because I just didn't feel like spending the 850, you know, at that time. And that's just, you know, personal preference. And I was also booking for my girlfriend and I just, you know, it's like book two tickets, do it that way. And, you know, I can personally save the cash for my student loan payments. But yeah,
1: it's just a matter of figuring out like what's right for you. Well... Absolutely, I have. We're almost out of time, and I actually come up with some questions that I will have for another episode if you're kind enough to come back. Absolutely. But I wanted to leave us with this one question. It's a little bit open ended, so but I'm only going to give you one minute to answer it. Uh, <laughs> what? So, what in the miles and points world, what really drives you? What really excites you?
0: On a personal level, it's getting out and seeing new places and honestly flying fun premium cabin products. I've just always enjoyed flying. But on, from like a blogging sense and from my like newsletter, it's, it's helping people see that it's possible for them to get a lot of value out of credit card points and airline miles. And while the, the kind of game seems a bit complicated. If you just do a little bit work of work up front, you can reap great rewards from it.
1: Well, absolutely agree with that. Thank you so much for bringing us some of this travel inspiration. When I when I force you to come back on the show, I definitely because you, you mentioned the Vietnam Fair, I'd love to have a talk with you about the best deals. I hate to use the word mistake fairs because I never refer to them as mistakes. There's no such but thing. I'm, they're just great sales. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> they're, super, they're flash sales. I use that word all the time. But I had a couple of really good ones over the last couple of years. And I'd love to banter with you about that. I also, I meant to get to discuss with you about how you got started in the game. And I I have a very interesting journey. Uh, my Miles and Points journey. So maybe we'll talk about that. And I also, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about your thoughts on some of the casino-related loyalty cards, like the M Life credit card. Most of them are not compelling, but I think that could be a really interesting episode too. So I'm going to rope you into coming back pretty soon. That sounds great. Excellent. So before we end the episode, what's the best way for people to get in contact with you? Easiest way? I'm pretty
0: active on Twitter, actually. My hand handles at Spencer for Miles, F-O-R, Miles, like Spencer for Hire. But yeah, you can email me, Spencer at God Save the Points. Or, and yeah, I'm just kind of all over the place. I mean, if you sign up great. for my newsletter, I
1: respond to emails whenever they come in. So, yeah. Sounds great. Well, I will definitely, in the show notes, I will put a link to your newsletter, which I really encourage everybody to subscribe to. And I will also put a link to some of the other ways to get in contact with you. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's been great great thanks so much for having me well until next time you've reached the end of your stay with us on this episode but we
0: encourage you to visit our website for more resources at travelzork.com and to continue the conversation on twitter and instagram at travelzork and facebook.com slash travelzork travel smarter gamble smarter and maximize your adventures right here on Zorkcast. until next time good luck